In the spirit of the black oral tradition, I would like to ask permission from the elders before I move forward. Thank you, Mama Deborah. Also in the spirit of the black oral tradition, I must bring my ancestors into the room. And today I want to bring with me my ancestors who are storytellers, artists, and educators. My father, Calvin Best, my aunt, Valerie Harris, and my cousin, Myron Keith Miller. Now, since everybody wanna tell what happened when COVID hit, I was teaching eighth grade. And when the principal sent that message saying school was closed indefinitely, <laughs> I put on a pot of greens. And if you know anything about greens, you gotta do it low and slow. I knew I was going to be home for a while. As long as they weren't in my face, we was going to figure everything else out. So once the greens got that nice stink in the house, I knew they was ready. I sat back and wonder, what's happening next? Now, in Swahili, there's a saying called Kasari Indira. And it means, how are the children? And the Maasai warriors use it as a greeting to each other. And they understand that even so, most of these Maasai warriors don't even have children themselves. They understand that no matter what the life struggles may be, they cannot overshadow the well-being of the next generation. So we did a whole year of virtual, and it was good. And then school started back up fall 2021 and remember these are middle schoolers teaching middle school children is love joy and pain all at the same time so I kind of miss these cheering so as they came in and they were running up to each other high-fiving and fist bumping and catching up there was so much joy because they hadn't seen each other in so long and then there was all these rules. Put your mask up over your nose, under your chin. When you're eating, you got to be quiet. Y'all weren't really washing your hands after you went to the bathroom, but now you got to wash your hands before you go to the bathroom too. You wiping your desk down three times a day. You wiping your screen down twice a day. And most importantly, keep your hands to yourself. Now, everything was cool. I saw the, the black girl being great. I saw the black boy joys. They was doing their little tick-tocking and stiff-hipping. And what do you want to say to Joe Byron? Bing-bong, all that stuff. And it was just this great atmosphere of the joy of being back in the classroom. And then October hit. And if you know anything about being in education in October... It was dark when I left for work, and it was dark when I came back, and the time had changed. And there was a shift in my classroom. The culture took a huge nosedive. Those same boys who was best friend and play fighting, now they fighting for real. Those same girls who was best friend, tick-tocking and doing all that joyous stuff, now they hate each other. The eye-rolling, the bullying, the disrespect. 
And I had to sit with it because I wasn't sure what was going on because that kind of still goes on in middle school anyway, but it happened to go up quite a few notches and it didn't sit well with me. And so in, in, in teaching and pedagogy, they have this thing called a classroom reset. And when you do a classroom reset, you sit everybody down because the culture has gotten so bad. Everybody, whether you was involved in it or not, we need to sit down and realize what went wrong and how can we fix it. Now, I know these are middle schoolers, and even though they like to text and talk on the phone and on IM and everything, they was not ready to pour out their feelings around their peers. So I said, write it down. What's wrong? Why are you hurt? Don't write your name. Put it in the paper. Put it in the box. I'm the only one that's going to check the box. So a week later, I go to the box, and I pour all of these folded notes on my desk. And I hear all these stories of pain and disappointment and hurt feelings. And we was cool online when we was playing video games. But when we got to school, he act like he didn't know me. She was cool. She was my friend before all of this. But, you know, um, she like that girl that I don't like. I ain't cool with her. So since I ain't cool with her and now she cool with her, I ain't cool with none of them. And what I heard was a whole bunch of children who are trying to get back their social standing in their society. They were fighting to get right back where they were a year and a half before. And I had to think, I was like, okay, now, what, 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 what can I do about this? And being the history teacher, I had to remind myself, now wait, this has happened before when a, a, a plague hit people and it just kind of reset everything. So I took them back to the children. I opened up the lesson. I was like, okay, now y'all op- y'all learned this in seventh grade, but we're going we gonna to recap this. Y'all remember that thing called feudalism where you had all these people at the top. You had the pope, the king, the priest, and then you had the knights and nobles and the vassals, and at the bottom was these peasants. And the bubonic plague hit. And one thing we know about a plague, it doesn't care who you are or how much money you got. And it knocked everybody out. And feudalism was just kicked up in the air. A reset happened. Now, I told these kids about this reset. And as I began to explain history to them, I was like, well, there was a whole lot of bad things that was going on in Europe. Now, tell the truth, Africa was living their best life right then. Mali and Songhai Empire was going really good. But Europe needed a reset. And when the reset happened, what happened was this beautiful thing called the Renaissance. Where all of a sudden there was an increase in thinking for ourselves, an increase in philosophy, an increase in art, an increase in religion and faith and ingenuity and science. It was beautiful. And I realized and I told my kids, when I read those letters, y'all didn't just miss being together. You missed the connection. You were trying to get back where you were. But there was something else y'all was missing. Our children forgot a lot of their social skills. Our children forgot how to self-regulate. That's why so many letters are saying, she hit me and I thought she was playing, but then I found out she was for real. What she said to me was funny last week, but it ain't funny this week. 
So our children have lost this ability to self-regulate, to give a compliment, to say please, to say thank you. It was like I was teaching them to be in fourth grade all over again. And I thought about the Renaissance. And when Europe finally caught up with Africa and was able to use all of these beautiful things that came forth. Now, there's a beautiful thing about being a history teacher and a storyteller. I know the story. I can tell the story. But even better, I know what it takes to change the story. And as we are moving forward, trying to figure out this COVID-19 thing, do not forget about the children. Do not forget about them. We need to reteach them how to be together again. And while we do it, they need our love, our compassion, and our patience more now than ever to understand what it takes to get along. So years from now, when the question is asked, Kansai Ngera, we want to say the children are well. Ashe.